0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Anxiously Engaged Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Curfew. But if we haven't met yet, I'm a wife, a mother, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a certified coach specializing in anxiety and helping individuals live their life even more anxiously engaged. You might be thinking, what does that mean? Being anxiously engaged is quite the opposite of being anxious. It's about stepping out of anxiety, out of your fears, and out of the shadows of your life and moving carefully into the light where you get to really shine as you live your life filled with passion, excitement, and energy. Welcome to the show. what your values are? That was the question that was asked to me a few months ago. And I never did really think about it. Like I thought I knew. I really thought I knew. But as I did um, an exercise using art, I discovered I had no idea what my values really were. I'd never like define them for me. I knew what my values were in my home growing up. I knew what my values were in my church, with my faith. But what were my values? Like, What is it that I valued most? Of course there's like the obvious big things. But when I broke it down, what did I really, truly care about? What did I value and what were my personal values? It stumped me for a little bit. It really did. And then a few things started coming to mind as I did this art exercise. One of the things I realized is I value the idea and the belief that everyone should have good medical care. That kids... Shouldn't have to worry about lunch fees at school or not getting fed because their account is in the negative. I started noticing that I valued agency and the freedom to choose. These were all things that I knew in my heart, but I'd never really, like I said earlier, defined them for me. When I created my list, the thing that I discovered was that my number one top value, the thing that I cared about the very most was honesty. And it makes sense because if you look back over my life and my story, I've been lied to a lot. I've been deceived a lot. By people who were supposed to be honest to me. Who I thought I trusted. I thought I could trust. So it would make sense. That honesty is valuable to me. As I realized going through this list that sometimes... I'm not always honest with myself. I'm the one who's not always honest. Sometimes I omit. Or sometimes I bend the truth a little. And sometimes that is to other people to protect their hearts and feelings. Never to hurt or to betray or to, to uh, break a trust though. But I realized that in my effort to sugarcoat or protect that I wasn't being truly 100% honest. And I want to be a person who could say, I'm honest with my fellow men. I'm honest with my friends and my sisters in the gospel. And I'm honest with my husband and my children. I want to be that person. Now, if you ask me, before that did I lie was I honest I would have said absolutely I'm honest no I never lie because I'm not telling big lies or things that would break trust but by omitting or tearing myself down or criticizing myself I'm not being honest because I know who I really am I know I'm a daughter of God and I know he loves me and I know I'm good enough in his eyes But if I tell myself I'm not good enough, that I'm not pretty enough or smart enough or talented enough or a good enough business person or a good enough coach or a good enough this or that or whatever, am I really being truly honest? Or am I setting up myself for hurt and pain and disappointment? Conflict. So I've been doing a lot of work and really studying In my own life, the role and the value of honesty, the one that I treasure most. And I've started doing things to safeguard and protect that value. Sometimes that means that there's people in my life that I need to set some boundaries with. Sometimes that means speaking up and using my voice in situations that aren't always comfortable. Sometimes that means not omitting a little detail or sugarcoating a little detail in the attempt to not hurt someone's feelings. That doesn't mean use restraint or tact in the right and say things at the right time, in the right place. I can still be honest without hurting someone's feelings. Part of knowing what your values are is then treasuring them. And taking care of them. Do you know what boundaries you need to set? Do you know how to protect your values from being invaded by others? Sometimes those invaders, like I said, look like your teenagers or your husband or your wife. Your mother-in-law or your friends. They're not the people that are here to hurt you. Sometimes they just are trying to figure out what their values are and how best to navigate around those. If you had a million dollars and you had to keep it in your home and it was something you were really excited about and you were really treasuring it because you knew it was going to help you get out of debt, help you set up a future for your children, help you make a difference in your community or to your favorite organization or charity, and this money was something that was a really beautiful gift that was going to do a lot of good. Wouldn't you protect it? Would you just leave it thrown out on the kitchen table? And that for every person who passed by could see it? No, you wouldn't. Because people would then try to take it from you. They would invade your house, invade your space, and try to steal from you what is the most important thing you've got sitting there. If you truly had a million dollars cash in your home, wouldn't you put it somewhere safe? Maybe in an actual safe, maybe a fireproof safe? Would you put in an alarm system in your home if you didn't have one already? Maybe some cameras, maybe some motion lights outside, maybe even a fence around your house. If there was something so truly important inside your home that you knew was going to make a positive difference in your life and the life of others, you would protect it. Are you doing the same with your values? Are you protecting them? Are you protecting your heart and your soul because that is where you treasure them? That is where you hold them safe. Are you doing things to allow invaders to come into your heart and soul and try to steal it or break in? So here's what I am going to suggest for you today. Start with a list of what your values are. It might take you a few days. You might have to ponder on it, pray about it. Maybe color it out like I have to do. But I want you to come up with a list of what your top values are. You need to know what it is you truly value. You need to know which are the first, the second, and the third. Those top ones that you're going to treasure and hold sacred to your heart. Once you know and discover what those values are, you're going to make a second list. The second list are some of the things that you're struggling with right now in your life. Is it a difficult teenager? Is it a spouse that maybe didn't share the whole truth. Not lied, but maybe a little white lie or omitted a detail. Is it something around your finances or your health? Make a list of what your biggest challenges are right now in your life. Once you have that list completed, I want you to look and see if there's any overlap And you're going to be like, well, how do my values and my silly teenager overlap? Well, if your top value like mine is honesty, and I have a kid that's not coming home on time and not following through on things and giving me stories and excuses. Well, it might feel like my value of honesty is being invaded by my teenager. if my husband omitted a detail because he was worried I was going to get mad at him, I might feel like trust or honesty is being invaded because I care about those things so much. Now remember, your teenager, your spouse, your mother-in-law, your whoever or whatever it is you're going through, they're not really truly invaders. But it feels like it sometimes. It feels like you're always under attack trying to fight for these things. But it helps to know what you're fighting for. And that's why you need to know what those values are. Once you understand what your top values are, it's going to make it a whole lot easier to understand why those things, those little things are rubbing you wrong and creating such a big emotional reaction out of you. It's also going to help you understand why you're so tired all the time. Any person whose body feels like it's always under attack or having to defend or protect something is going to get exhausted. And you're going to feel like you're losing your spark and your purpose and your passion in your life. So I want you to really... Dig deep this week and think about what are those values that are most important. And even though it's on a subconscious level, you're basing your thoughts and your actions and your reactions always against those values. So get present, get conscious. What are the values and how are you reacting, speaking up or not speaking up or showing up or not showing up? in your life. And if you need help walking through this process, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you walk through some different exercises to discover what your top values are and find ways to help close the gap between those little invaders that feel like you're always there under attack. Remember, last life doesn't have to always feel so painful. I know there's plenty of discouraging things in the world, lots of uncertainty, but if you can be grounded in peace, grounded in honesty, grounded in your values, they'll help anchor you in those uncertain moments and those uncertain worlds. And they will help keep you from overreacting or reacting to the things that don't need big emotional reactions to. That's going to help your family, your health, your finances, everything you do be better. So check your values, reach out if you need help. And then, as always, I wish you an anxiety-free and a gratitude-filled day.